Welcome to the Church of the Living God, Living Godcast. Our prayer is that this message speaks to you, impacts you, and inspires you. Please enjoy today's message, and we invite you to contact us if you need prayer, appreciate this word, or would like more information on Church of the Living God. Be blessed today. Have you not understood the life that I am offering to you, says the Lord? Can you not begin to ponder in your mind that what I have declared in my word, in the very Bibles that you carry, that I have said that he that liveth and believeth in me shall never die. I say unto you again, he that believeth and liveth shall never die. I say unto you, my children, your momentary discomfort, your momentary battles and worries upon your mind, take authority over them. Bring your mind into alignment with the kingdom of God. Bring your hearts into agreement that you may begin to make sure that you've crossed your T's and dot your I's and have done that which God has asked of you. And I say unto you that I will do a work in your home and in your heart. And I will do a work in this city and the region around it. And I say unto you, do not even be amazed when the nations begin to call. I say unto you, do you believe in me? Do you live in me? You shall never die. Arise and take the ground of the enemy. I want to preach to you for a few minutes on in him. In him. In, in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Why do you always use that scripture? Because what you say is important. And the Lord showed me something in the scripture when I was studying for this the first time about they that love it. Okay? Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it. It is either death or life. They that love it, it's either death or life, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. What fruit are you eating today? What fruit are you eating today? Now, I know it's 1203, and I'm talking about fruit, and my stomach's empty too. I'm well aware of that, okay? And last Sunday, when I, or the Sunday that I preached, one of the Sundays that I preached and used that scripture, there's two people said, I really enjoyed your sermon. The only thing thing that they said, well, they didn't say the only thing they got out of the sermon, but the one thing they got out of the sermon, life and death are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it, loving death or life. Have you ever met people that are just constantly, all the time, consistently, nothing else but depressed? You know, around here, we have the school of discipleship, so it's called SOD, the school of discipleship. Well, for me, a SOD, I call people, I call some people SODs because they're sacks of depression. And there's two people that came out of, this, out of that, that 9 o'clock service said, I just really like that. Because, you know, you meet people, and they're just sacks of depression. You know what I do? I go down a different aisle at Walmart. <laughs> or I say, Lord, please don't, you know, 
because they're always. Now, understand this. We have times that depression comes and oppression comes. But if it's there 24-7, you're living with it and you need to get rid of it. Well, that wasn't even in my notes. Amen. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And the other scripture that I want to use, that's the basis for this scripture, is found in Acts chapter 17, verse 28. Look at somebody say, he's preaching on in him. Okay. In, for in him we live and move and have our being. We live, we move, we have our being it's all in him. And it goes on to say, and having our being, and as certain also of your own poets, you know, I, I thought that word was kind of funny there, but that refers to people that fulfills the law without delay. Or you're fulfilling God's word without delay. Delay sometimes is disobedience. For in him we live, we move, and have our being. Also, as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. You're the offspring of God. <clears throat> I didn't get nervous. <laughs> Some of us guys were talking about yesterday when we get to the bottom of the step, they get nervous. I didn't get nervous because in him we live, move, and have our being. Now I want to use a little illustration that I use when I talk about being through Christ, okay? So when I go in the door, I'm going out the door right now, right? So when I come in the door, okay, I'm inside right now, okay? I'm outside right now. I am only in the door when? Right here. In other words, what's covering me? Help me out here. What's covering me? The door. So... If I am in him, he needs to be covering me. So when you walk in him, he's covering you wherever you're going. When you meet that psych of depression, you can still be in him and give him the word of God. I'm talking about in him. You need to live, move, and have your being in him. And the only way that we can have our being in him is if we know what's in him. Because, you see, he's the word. And the word was made flesh and what? Dwelt among us. Because only in him is there victory. Only in him is there power. Only in him is the authority the pastor was talking about. I'm talking about in him this morning. In him we live, we move, and have our being. In Psalms chapter 18 verse 30 it says, As for God, his way is perfect. Look at somebody say perfect. Look at the other person say perfect. For in him his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. So what's in him? His way and his word. The only way that you're going to find out his way and his word is get in the word. That's the reason the devil fights us with it so much, church. How much do we look at that idiot box in the corner of the man cave Compared to what we do in the Word of God. Or, or <laughs> he said, stepping on toes. Or how many video games are we watching instead of getting in the Word? And understand this, there's nothing wrong with video games. I don't understand most of them, you know. But there's nothing wrong with them as long as they're not ungodly. Let me put it that way. 
Let me just say it that way. You got, you got to watch what you put before your eyes, church. Not just in a video game, but on the idiot box. But if we're spending more time, if we're spending more time doing everything else but this, we got a situation. We got a challenge. We got a problem is what it is. Because we need to be in Him. Because in Him is His way, and His way is what? Perfect. His way is what? And if you're not perfect, how do you find perfect? In Him. In Him. So you got a problem? Be in Him today. You got a situation you can't handle? Get in Him today. In other words, get in the Word and find out what it says. This book will guide you in every area of your life. It's the problem is most time when I want to date her, oh, she is fine. You know, when in our day we called them, she's a fox. You know, today they today they just salivate. That's all they do today. You know, or you look at him and he's just he's got all the muscles. Most of the time they're fake. But can I tell you that God will show you in Scripture who you should, should I say it, who you should uh, be considering marrying. Because you see, if they ain't a Christian to start off with, you ought not be dating them in the first place. Because you see, it's like this. Come up here, Cassie, would you? Come here, help me out just a minute. Stay, stay right there on the bottom, okay? That's okay. That's all right. I don't have my mask on either. All right. When you're dating somebody that's not a Christian, and, let, and, and Cassie's a Christian, so, okay. I'm a Christian, but I want, and I'm married, happily married, just for that, just so everybody knows, okay? But, but let's say I want to date Cassie, okay? Because what's going to happen is, is I'm going to pull this way, and what's she going to do? Wait, wait. Right off. Well, hello. <laughs> In other words, they very well could be stronger than you are. And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about spiritually. Thank you. you I'm talking about they'll pull you down every time. They'll pull you down every time. Oh, but he's going to go to church with me. Oh, baloney. Can I tell you, you know, let's ask Pastor and, and Pastor Matt, and, and we'll get together, and we'll just let you know how many people have said in our office that, well, he was going to get saved, or he got saved for a while. Listen, they need to have a track record. Well, amen. If they don't have a track record of living for the Lord, or it, let me just say it this way, if they're up and down, in and out of church all the time, flee from them. This book will tell you who to date. This book will tell you who to support with your finances. What's that, what's that scripture Malachi bringing your tithe into where? The storehouse. What is this? It's a storehouse. And, and for you that, that think that's under the old law in, in Matthew, there's a scripture that talks about that you bring your tithe or the different stuff that they made in those days. I can show it to you later, but, you know, it'll tell you how to spend your money. You know, you know this wasn't in the 9 o'clock service, but let me tell you this. Listen, if you're buying a big screen TV and you ain't paying your tithe, you are robbing God. That's right. That's right. Whew, whew, whew. I, there's a big freeze right over there. And the reason I can, I can be like that is, here's why. I've been where people are at. Now, understand, if, if, you can't, if you're not paying your tithe right now, if you're trying to work it out with God, that's one thing, okay? 
I've been there. I remember one time, this had been oh, way before Angel and I got married. I had this car. I said, Lord, if you'll fix it, I'll pay my tithe. God fixed it. I didn't pay my tithe. I, you know, I, I've been there. But I've also been there when I've paid my tithe, knowing that I could have used that for something else, and God met our need every time. He's met our need every time. Now, I want, you to, I want everybody to look around so nobody gets offended, okay? How many of you all found him to be true when it comes to paying your tithe and giving your offerings? Everybody look around. They have found him to be true, okay? And I'm not saying that because we're in trouble. We're not in trouble. You guys are doing well, okay? You guys are doing well. But the, when I don't pay my tithe and I don't give my offerings, God's going to bless the church anyway, but it, it stops up the flow line between me and him. Understand that. I'm still preaching on in him today, right? The good so far? Still love me? Because see, when you talk about money, people really get finicky and they get funny. You know, but I, don't, I love it because he's proven himself. Not that he had to. You know, he could have told me to pay 90% instead of 10%. And he didn't have to bless me at all. But he does. And I thank God for that. I thank God that I can walk into a 70-degree air-conditioned house when it's 100 degrees outside. Because it's cool because I pay the electric bill because he provided the money. Amen. Amen. In him. In him is his way, and his way is perfect. In him. Now, in him, his way, which is course of life, mode of action. Are you ready for this? Conversation. Manner. How is your conversation? Are you Holy Ghost have your way in this house and you cuss when you walk out the door? Just for the record, we don't believe in cussing Christians. The Bible says you can't have sweet water and bitter water come out of the same well. And can I tell you that there will come a time in your life that people will see the real well. There will come a time that they see the real well. How do you treat How do you treat the pastors at church and how do you treat your spouse at home? Now this ain't in my notes. So don't blame me. But we've got to not only read the word and be in him, we've got to line up with the word. And how many knows when you're driving a car and your wheel's out of alignment? That's the way it is of life. If we don't align up to the word of God, then everything else is out of whack. I'm preaching on in him today. Amen. Let's go a little bit further. Isaiah chapter 55, verses 6 through 9. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus, you've come to the right place. Because of everything that we've talked about so far, it is our desire that you give your life to Jesus. It's our desire that you know true freedom that we know. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Hmm. And let him return unto the Lord... Seems like he, sounds like he backslid. Let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, return unto the Lord, and return to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Amen. Thank God. When you're pardoned from something, you're as guilty as sin. But when you're pardoned, it's wiped away clean, like it never happened. You will never suffer the consequences for that. Verse 8, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. This is God talking. 
neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts your thoughts. What's our responsibility? Let's get in God's way, in Him, in His Word, and then His thoughts will become our thoughts. Amen. In Him, His Word is tried. In, in Psalm 1830, it said, For His ways perfect, the Word of the Lord is tried. The word tried there is save-off. Save-off. It's spelt, the original is spelt T-S-A-W-R-A-F, but it's pronounced save-off. And it means that he is a buckler to all those that trust in him. It means to test, prove true, ready for this? Melt away. As for our God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is true. And how many knows he melts away our sins through the blood of Jesus? Amen. I'm going to go just a little bit further, got just a little bit more. I'm preaching about being in him today. And I'm going to Malachi, not to the tithe scripture. You're welcome. But who may abide the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is a refiner's fire and like fuller soap. That word refiner is the same word as tried in Psalm chapter 18, verse 30. In other words, he'll prove you. He'll test you. He'll melt away the dross in your life. And you know the dross that when you put it in whatever it is they put it in, and the dross comes to the top and you scrape it off till you get down to the real diamond. The problem is we don't want to let him scrape it off. Or we don't get to the point to where we allow him to melt it away. Oh, Lord. But we allow it to be heaped on us a level of crust and heaped on us another level of crust, and heap on us until we are so crusty we can't even be moved by the power of God. See, when you hold things for years and years and years, you become hardened to the things of God. And can I tell you that if you have been sinned against, if you have been abused sexually, physically, Verbally, I want to encourage you to forgive today. I didn't say it was right. It's not right. Anybody that touches anybody that they're not married to in a sexual way, it's not right. Anybody that touches anybody in a physical way to bring harm, married or not, it's not right. Life and death are in the power of the tongue, church. Watch what you say. I've even taken notice the way I joke with people. Because I love to laugh. I mean, I look in the mirror and laugh. But I love to laugh. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I do. I love to, love to make people laugh. As long as it's good. As long as it's clean. As long as it's not at the expense of somebody else. But I want you to allow the Lord to melt that crust away today. Today. How do you do that, Pastor Mike? How do you, how do, you do that? Lord, I forgive whoever it is. Whatever their name is. And I give it to you. And I trust you with it. I don't want to carry it anymore. And I'm here to tell you, you don't have to carry it anymore. 
you, you know, pastors, how you, you know something's hit home, it hit, hit the bullseye, that just hit the bullseye. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because it's all about Him. I'm talking about being in Him today. It's in Him that we live, move, and have our being. And if you don't allow Him to bring the garbage, the dross, the mess up to the top so He can swipe it away, it will be there until you do. And you will have to deal with it. You will have to deal with it. Today, in Him, you can be free. Hallelujah. In Psalm chapter 84, verse 11, it says, as a matter of fact, I'm going to skip, skip down. Go to Psalm chapter 3, guys, would you? Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? You ever been there? Anybody ever been there? If you've been there, raise your hand. Okay. The rest of that scripture says, Many are they that rise up against me. Anybody been there? Seems like all the world's against you. Seems like everybody you talk to there is against you. Verse 2. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. And if you're under the sound of my voice and you've let the devil lie to you, and number one, we let him because we listen. I've done it. And number two, he is lying to you because he cannot tell you the truth. Don't let him lie to you and say that there is no help for you in God. I don't care how far you've gone. I don't care what you've done. What I do care about is are you ready to give it to him today? Are you ready to give it to him? And I'm not talking about just unbelievers. I'm talking about church folk too. Because we struggle with things and we go through things and we think, here's what the devil will tell you. Ain't nobody else going through that. Nobody else is going through that. It's just you. You can't tell nobody. You're just the only one going through it. It's a lie. It's a lie. Or what are they going to think about you? Oh, you can't tell them that. What are you? It's a lie, church. But thank God the book of Psalm didn't stop there. Because verse 3 says, But thou, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter up of my head. Amen. 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 Now, that word shield there is meganol, and it means your shield. We got that. It means your protection, and it means your defense. He wants to defend you today against every, every accusation of the enemy. I'm talking about in him. In him. One, one more verse. Verse 28 I'm sorry, chapter 28 of Psalm, verse 7. The Lord is, look at somebody and say, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusteth in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiceth, and with my song will I praise him. Take that, devil. I'm going to sing. Mm. 
And let me mention this to you. I was going to say this at the first. Yeah, take that, devil, because in the midst of the corona, we had 16 people join the church. Take that, devil. In the midst of the corona, that's what I call it. I call it the corona because it's going to corona right on out of here. In verse 7, chapter 28, he's your strength in him. He's your shield in him. He's your trust in him. He's your help in him. He's your rejoicing in him. He's your song in him. He's your praise in him, church. It's all about being in him today. It's all about being in him. Stand with me, would you please? Thank you for listening today to Church of the Living God, Living Godcast. We trust and pray that you were blessed by today's word. If you'd like to contact us for prayer or for more information about Church of the Living God, please visit our Facebook page at WinCityCOLG or give us a call at 859-745-1865.